A mother purchased her four-year-old daughter a Minnie Mouse stuffed animal. She asked the daughter if she wanted to hold it. The child whispered, No, she is evil. What does she know that I do not? I hope to find out in time. My name is Tom Grinnell, and these are my retails. I watched the man who warned me against stealing follow suspicious individuals through the store. He reminded me distinctly of a private eye shark on a mission. The determination and simultaneous stealth and intimidation he possessed solidified him as my hero. The computer made me card a man for buying Elmer's glue, confirming he was of age for arts and crafts. I questioned the computer. It gave me no answers. A soccer mom walked up to me, frappuccino in hand. She purchased only a large box of condoms, asked to have them outside of a bag, and then ran out of the store with them. Whatever emergency she is off to attend to, I wish her all the best. My stash of stickers has been restocked. I can, once again, please the masses. My manager brought me a concoction he brewed behind the Starbucks counter. He told me it was meant to taste like a red starburst. It tasted nothing like a red starburst. It tasted exactly like a pink starburst. He also made me a cookie monster frap. It was Liquid Essence of Oreo. If anyone has contacts at Food Network, please reach out to him for a show. Another old man purchased 12 boxes of Mellow Yellow and 8 boxes of Sprite. Thanks to in-store promotions, he saved nearly as much as he spent. The old man bulk soda purchasing trend continues. I look forward to participating in my later years. Three team leaders tried to get a large refrigerator through a small door in a small hallway. The refrigerator was both taller and wider than the door. It took them 45 minutes, but once they succeeded, I was filled with pride like I had never known before. The cat lady returned. She purchased eight cans of cat food and a bag of chips. I asked how she was doing. She replied, I don't know. I just got here. This is all I want. She appeared as confused as I was. A small child came through with his mother. From the moment they entered the store to the moment they left, he was shouting, Mommy, that's okay. Mommy, that's okay. Mommy, that's okay. His words echoed around the store for the entirety of their visit. His message remains unclear. A woman asked for a refund on a pair of sneakers for her infant. Mother returned, baby shoes, never worn. An old man sported a hat that read Santa Claus with a Santa Claus t-shirt. I want to know more of his motives. It is only September 2nd, but I appreciate his enthusiasm. Cat Lady came back once more. She purchased another case of cat food at the register next to mine. She then loudly announced that she wanted Chinese food. I am beginning to understand her. I spent my break on the phone outside of the store. While on the phone, I was looking at my iPod. While on the phone, looking at my iPod, 
a Best Buy employee walked by and serenaded me with a personal song. The only lyrics I heard were, I got two phones because I got two hands. I deeply appreciate his art. A second grader sat in the back of his mother's cart. As they approached my lane, I heard him shout, Stupid snacks. I don't want snacks. I want to go home. Snacks are stupid. I haven't disagreed with a person so thoroughly since I last heard Donald Trump speak. His mother pushed the cart behind her in the hopes of hiding her embarrassment. I asked her how she was doing. She said, good. Her son yelled, no good. I asked if she found everything all right. She said yes. Her son yelled, no, we did not. I appreciate his honesty, but after his opinion on snacks, I have decided that his words mean nothing to me. This job is changing me. I was exhausted to the point of ordering coffee before my shift. I despise coffee. I almost enjoyed my drink. I do not like who I am becoming. My first customer of the day is an elderly lady. She asks how I am doing. I tell her, I'm doing well, thanks. She sternly replies, no you're not. I'm truly the only one that is doing well. She understands me better than I understand myself. A mother walks into the store with four children, three boys and a girl, all below the age of six. The boys are wearing matching shirts, portraying batteries, saying, fully charged. They shout to the world that they know Santa's birthday, and that they can't forget to sing happy birthday to Santa on Halloween. They are likely thinking of Satan. Their mother is likely thinking they should be less charged. A woman purchased 12 sponges and 12 birthday cards. For the sake of those with upcoming birthdays, I hope that these numbers are unrelated. A coworker approaches. She asks me if I have a blog. She says it's been passed around the majority of the staff. I have been called out. It begins. A mother bought her son a drum. She made the mistake of opening it for him before leaving the store. She then took her time getting a drink from Starbucks. He drummed all the while. It was good for a five-year-old but not good enough to fit the venue. The battery children and their mother came through my lane. I offered them stickers. They declined, having already found an entire sheet on the floor. I have become obsolete. A middle-aged woman brought a single item to my lane. She seemed like an average, unassuming, kind and innocent mother type. All she bought was a large box of WWE trading cards. She excitedly told me they were for herself. I respect her. I am confused by her, but I respect her. At the end of my shift, I was called into the big boss's office. He sat me down and talked to me about my viral stories. I was worried I was going to get shut down or fired. He told me I made employees laugh and was completely fine to continue with sharing my positive stories like this. And so, Target Retails lives on. I find myself in the unfortunate position of working an opening shift. A woman makes a large purchase, then proceeds to leave the store without any of her bags. I understand. It is far too early to do things right. I was informed that the entire store was out of stickers. This is a bad omen. I hope I will make it through. A child walked into the store and loudly asked, if they still sell toys, 
Why do they have Halloween stuff? This is a good question. I have no answer for him. A woman purchased four 12-packs of soda. She then began punching the boxes to make handholds, rather than pushing in the perforations. I am truly inspired. A baby yelled, LOOK AT ME! I was too afraid of the consequences not to obey. The eye contact that followed was, frankly, horrifying, but certainly a better outcome than if I had refused. My manager made a batch of pumpkin juice in the Starbucks, a la Harry Potter. My manager made a batch of pumpkin juice in the Starbucks, a la Harry Potter. It tasted magical. An old woman was wearing pants covered in flamingos. I regret not asking where she got them from. They would be a staple of my wardrobe. An elderly man bought two copies of Disney's Hocus Pocus and nothing else. I appreciate his style and would like to be included in his plans. A kind, grandmotherly woman referred to me by name several times, then proceeded to shush the card reader and shout at it when it did not stop beeping. The cause for the digital outburst was that she had not removed her card. I decided to see what she had to say to the machine before I let her know. Elderly women going on shopping dates and laughing hysterically to each other has swiftly become my new favorite trend to see at work. A woman came through my lane. It was an entirely unremarkable transaction. Then she turned around. She had a life-size, hyper-realistic baby face tattooed on her back. It was a shining example of both the uncanny valley and tattoo artists who do too good of a job. A baby could not stop laughing for five minutes. It sounded precisely like Jared Leto's Joker. This infant was scarier and had far better acting range. A man had an incredibly unruly Hitler-esque mustache and no other facial hair. He wore a tie-dye shirt and jean shorts. I want to know what he thinks of his look. A woman reminds her child that he is not wearing a diaper, and therefore cannot pee while standing at the counter. I do not think the reminder changed his mind. To be fair, I would not let it change my mind either. Hello everyone and welcome to the Dollar Isle, the portion of the podcast where I take a moment and thank the people who help make this whole thing possible. First off, this week's sponsor. Now, this is a company I'm very excited to be working with as they are relatively exclusive with their sponsorships and do not work with many creators at all, so I'm very flattered to have made the cut. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible, leading provider of all things audiobook. For you, the listeners of Target Retails, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. If you like Target Retails, then you will love the novel The Big Over Easy by Jasper Ford. It's Easter in Reading, a bad time for eggs, and no one can remember the last sunny day. Ovoid D-class nursery celebrity Humpty Stuyvesant Van Dumpty III, minor baronet, ex-convict, and former millionaire philanthropist is found shattered to death beneath a wall in a shabby area of town. All the evidence points to his ex-wife, who has conveniently shot herself. It's a murder mystery private eye tale about all your favorite fairy tale characters, and the wit is just through the roof. And now you have the perfect chance to check it out. 
To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash retails. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash R-E-T-A-L-E-S for your free audiobook. Now I'd like to go through and thank all the amazing patrons from Patreon who are helping keep me afloat. If you like my content and want to help support what I'm doing here in exchange for early access to episodes, copies of my scripts, shoutouts, and more, check out patreon.com slash tomgrinnell and take a look around. This week I'm extending the warmest of thank yous to Wendy Radford, Jacqueline Green, Glenn Hill, Oliver Winters, Sarah Goldstein, Megan Krantz, Catherine Dobbs, Ashley Solomon, and Raven Bunker. Thank you all so so much for what you do, may your days be full of stickers and smiles. If you'd like to hear your name here, go to patreon.com slash tomgrinnell, G-R-E-N-N-E-L-L, and seize the chance. And without further ado, we return to the retails. A man hands me a wad of cash. Drugs fall out from between the bills. It was a single-dose pack of ibuprofen, but regardless... I believe I was just involved in a drug deal. I knocked my glasses behind the register and, while retrieving them, found dozens of lost stickers. I have hit the motherload. A little girl ran around the front of the store, shouting, MAMMA MIA! I cannot tell if her life has been heavily influenced by ABBA or Mario. Either way, she made me proud. A man walked away with his bag, left the store, entered the store, returned to my register, informed me that he did not need the bag, removed his items, gave me the bag, and left again. I looked down. I looked back up. A man appeared silently, wearing what can only be described as black cargo scrubs. Who is he? What is his story? What does he know? He purchases lighters, toilet paper, knives, a trash can, and a rug. I want to follow him to find out more, but realistically I will be seeing him in the news after whatever he's planning. A girl tried to purchase a shirt, but the tag had fallen off. She went to get another shirt that I could scan to get the price. She brings back a tag. I assumed she had found the tag that had fallen off. I assumed wrong. She had torn the tag off of another shirt, thus beginning the cycle anew. I offered a girl an orange sticker. She politely asked for the yellow one instead. I told her she could have both. I have never seen such unadulterated joy in this world. A boy in his mid-teens came through my line, attempting to purchase an emergency contraceptive. He found out he did not have enough cash on hand. He left the store, returned with a stack of quarters, and was able to complete the transaction. I am glad he had a plan B. I handed a baby a sticker. Filled with determination, the baby attempted to place a sticker directly on their mother's nose. The mother pointed out that the paper had not been removed and peeled it off for the child. The baby then looked intently at the sticker, intently at their mother's nose, and resumed their earlier endeavors. They were successful. An old man handed me $30 for a $26 purchase, saying, That's out of $100. I gave him his $4 change. He asked me where the rest of his change was, since he paid with $100. I still do not know whether this was an attempt at a joke or an attempt at a scam, but I respect him for shrugging it off either way and walking away silently. A separate old man purchased pantyhose, a toilet brush, nail polish, and minions wrapping paper 
Happy birthday to some poor unfortunate soul out there. A woman's purchase rang up at just above $20. She pulled out a stack of cash and counted out 45 of it. She then put it back in her purse and paid with her card. This is the latest shift I have had. Target After Dark is a very different experience. The silence echoes. The lights glow and fade. The customers all seem dead inside. The transformation is both sudden and gradual. I am mystified. I overhear a burly man on the phone as he is buying chips and drinks. It's the $11,000 one in the back of the room, he tells his accomplice. We're going to need to retrieve it. I'm left with the obvious assumption that he is on the requisite pre-Jewel High snack run. I would like nothing more than an invitation to join him. I gave a baby the first sticker they have ever seen in their life. I feel so honored to have introduced this happiness into their world. A woman waits through my line and approaches me, telling me she has no items, but only a question. I assume this is because of guest services being abandoned at this point. Once more, I prove the axiom of assuming and asses. Are you Tom? Grinnell? With the posts? I quietly admit it. I just wanted to say that you're hilarious, I love your posts, and you should keep writing. This woman has approached me just to compliment me. I'm now elated, flattered, and only mildly anxious. Thank you for waiting next to the loud girls on FaceTime for this purpose, ma'am. An eerie voice echoes over the loudspeaker, counting down the last 15 minutes before the store closes. When the 10-minute warning airs, a loud humming surrounds the store. I can only assume a UFO is making a landing. It is the only way to explain so much about this store. That's going to do it for this week on days 5 through 10 of Target Retails. Thank you all so much for joining me. Once again, today's episode was made possible by Audible.com. Go over to audibletrial.com retails for your free trial and free audiobook. And also, once again, I would like to offer a big thank you to all the patrons helping make this possible. You can go over to patreon.com slash tomgurnell to get in on all that fun. And I would like to thank you specifically, good listener, for sticking with me, hearing me out, listening to what I have to say, and hopefully having a smile or two. And until next week, go stick your tongue out at a baby.